You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? How about no, Scott? All right, you nerds, blurds, geeks, and freaks. It's that time again for the unequivocated, highly underrated, got to know who made it, show we call Pop Stew. Right now, I'm very hungry. Your source for reviews, whether it's the new hotness or f***ing clown shoes. Broadcasting live from Planet Wakanda. Open the pod bay doors, pal. Across the cosmos to your ear holes. It's your host, AK and Stubert. With the latest edition hot and fresh out the kitchen. I'll have what she's having. It's Bob Stew. We want it now! Hello? Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Pop Stew. It's a special spooky edition. This is a, sp- it's a spooky bowl. A spooky bowl of Pop Stew. It's This one isn't hearty and healthy. Yeah, don't, you don't know what's in it. Like, you might get a couple toes. Toes you know, or eyeballs. Some eyeballs, something so, like that. I am your host, AK. And as always... This is always your main man, Stuart. <laughs> Coming at you with a, a horror edition of Pop Stew. We just had Halloween. Halloween just passed. I hope you guys are enjoyed your Halloween. You went trick-or-treating. Yeah, did you get some candy? Get yeah. some candy. Hope you didn't catch any razor blades or anything Hope else you checked the, the candy. Check your candy, man. No pun intended. But that, <laughs> but that does fit pretty good. It does fit. It does. What's Check your the candy, man. What was your favorite candy to get? My favorite candy? Yeah. Uh, Got to be some Jolly Ranchers. Jolly, some, you was looking for the Jolly Ranchers? Or some, or some Mike and Ikes. Mike and Ikes? Yeah. I was looking for those Kit Kats. Like, yeah. when I got those Kit Kats, I, I was happy. So you more of a chocolate kind of man? Yeah, yeah, I was getting those Kit Kats. I don't know how this sounds, but I, I guess I was more of a fruity kind of guy. You know, I don't know how that, how that works. You really want the people to know that you were fruity? Well, Tootie Fruity? Well, first of all, I was a Tootie Fruity man myself. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get into these horror movies, our favorites, some honorable mentions. But we're going to start off with one I really enjoyed. And I remember seeing the previews for it, and it got me excited for a horror movie, which I hadn't been for a very long time, and that that was Scream. I remember in, in, in 96, when Scream dropped. Wes Craven. Yeah. Wes Craven did his thing with that. When Scream dropped, I was like, okay, this this is something different. They were able to, Wes Craven was able to blend horror and comedy, which is something that isn't really done like you can laugh at Chucky but it wasn't meant to be funny early on yeah but this had funny moments in it and it was more than just comedy it was satiric like it was a satire of the whole horror movie genre which I thought was interesting I I think that in Scream I think it did something even greater for us because you know what man for the first time in horror we can identify, you know, it doesn't take place like in the woods or it doesn't take place in a dream. Right. You're dealing with 
high school kids. High school kids. With high school issues and problems, you know? In this small little town who is not equipped to handle a serial killer. Yeah. And they got to deal with one. And it has this horrible past with Sydney Prescott and the death of her mother. And they thought they left all that in the past, but now something's come back to haunt them. Yeah, man. And it's just taking kids out. Yeah. Did you like the fact that Drew Barrymore just like got you know slaughtered? And in they the they promoted her like crazy. They did. They promoted like Had she was a star. She was gonna be the star in the film. And then you saw it, and she was like in it for five minutes, and then it was over. Like wow. they who does that? Yeah, they gave her a good ten. No one does that. You don't kill your star in the opening scene. It's not even like the first act. She died first couple minutes. Well, think they did Jada Pinkett like that too. Well, you kind of knew that with Jada Pinkett. You weren't really, because you knew yeah, how Omar, Omar Epps. Yeah, they yep. did him like that, too. As soon as they showed up in the beginning, I was like, they about to die. <laughs> and they was together, I was like, it's over. And they did get it. <laughs> they get it. Like, they, they was dating each other, it. it was over. Yeah. It was a wrap. They caught it in the movie theater. They did. Like, Omar caught it in the bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. Who was that? What movie was that that kind of made a parody out of it? Scary movie. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Scary movie, right. Yeah, it was something else in his ear. Yeah, in his ear. He's like, <laughs> do it again, do it again, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Shout out to the Wayne Brothers, man. That was pretty funny. Like, the first two Scary Movies were really good. And then, like, it went downhill after that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the, the best Scary Movies were part one and two. Yeah. Then after that, it just went downhill. You're right. Yeah. I gave you that. But screens, I saw the screens because after the first one, I was I was a fan. Like I saw them all in the theater. I didn't see the fourth one in the theater. You know, I waited. I, I saw waited. the fourth one in the theater. I did not. I did. You know, it was okay. I mean, it, I think it was the weakest of all of them. But you like the third one? It was okay. I, it I didn't, didn't really, like wow me. But I liked four better than three. Did you? I didn't really care for three. I kind of liked three. Yeah. I thought like it was they were reaching with the whole like brothers been there the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Mm. I thought that was kind of a reach. With the little girl who was, like, in part four, the the young girl who was, like, trying to... I, see, that's when, like, it, it became, like, silly to me when she was, like, hurting herself, like, running her head into, like, pictures on her. And trying to copy what... I, th- I thought that before. was stupid. So, yeah. But I, I guess I just liked it because Scream hadn't been out for so long. You were missing it. Yeah, I it was like it. it was so, like nostalgia factor. But I didn't, I didn't really care for part three, even though it was good. It was, I mean, it was okay, but right, it was all right. But no, one and two was one and two was where it was at. I thought were the best, and one was my favorite. I still watch one like all the time. Do you really? Yeah, I still watch one. Huh? Like, and I know all the lines. I, I quote it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stu is hilarious to me. I like when he was like, my mom and dad's going to be so bad oh, at me. my mom and dad's going to be so bad. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. He was like, did you really call the police? She was <laughs> like, yep, my mom and dad's going to be so bad at me. <laughs> like, he's yeah. dying, but he's still being funny. Yeah. And then he was like, talk to her. And then he was like, ow, oh, you hit me with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he was and, like, I'm, uh, I think I'm dying here. <laughs> it, it, was a, it, it was a very good movie, man. And it really set... A tone for the what was it late nineties, early two thousands? It set a tone for like all those all those movies like the I Know What You Did Last Summer and Urban Legend, like because yeah. up until Scream, you really didn't have 
horror movie. Like, horror yeah. genre was dead. We just had a ton of action movies. You know, yeah. we didn't have anything. Like, early 90s up to mid-90s, it was... Action was the top dog. Like, they were making action movies all the time. Horror was done. It's yeah. kind of like how westerns are now. Like, you really don't see too many westerns now. Yeah, that's very true. Like, horror was a... It was a, No pun intended, but it was a dead genre. And Scream kind of brought it back. Scream did. And it gave us, it gave it, it did give us, give us a fresh take. Yeah, because it was, it was satirical. Like they told you what the rules were: never say I'll be right back, can never have sex. Yeah. And yeah. they were right. Like when when she's on when Sydney's on the phone with the killer, and she was talking about all those scary movies are the same. It's some big-breasted girl who's running up the stairs instead of running out the front door. And then what does she do when he comes in the house? She runs, runs up, up the, the stairs. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it makes fun of the horror genre, like, all the movies up to it. And it pokes fun at itself, which I, I thought was funny. Like, it had the guts to make fun of itself. So, that's that's one of your favorite movies? Yeah, it's an honorable mention. It's one of my favorites. I, I enjoy it. It's, okay. it's in the rotation for my Halloween movies. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What, what what do you got? I know you got a list over there. I do have a list. You know what? One of my honorable mentions, and it doesn't even get like talked about as much, mm-hmm. but I really like Tales from the Hood, man. <laughs> I Tales really from do. The hood. Look, man, 1995, yeah, we had like the Freddies and we had the Jasons, and they were kind of like at the end of their runs, you know? Um, I think it was in 93, you had Jason was going to hell, but of course he didn't really go to hell because he came back. He came back. He came back and did other movies. You know, Freddy Jason was, went to hell. He went to New York. He, he went to, to outer space. He went to space. I mean, he went everywhere. He went everywhere. So now you got like this story, but like it's set in, was it Los Angeles? Was I it think Compton? so. Yeah, I think it was Compton. And the film starts out with these three guys um, who are all like, from the hood, they're all gangbangers or whatever, and they're trying to rob this mortician and get this, settle this score and get these drugs. And all throughout the time, it's kind of like, it had it like a, a Tales from the Crypt type feel because the mortician is telling all these stories. Mm-hmm. And the stories were just awesome. Like, they actually like brought you into the stories. And... You know, I was like, man, I'm really enjoying these because some of it actually had to deal with some things that's going on, like crooked cops right. that's killing, you know, black people, you know, especially with, like with stuff that was going on in the early 90s with Rodney King. They had stories about like um, slaves, you know. Honestly, it was pretty much the first time that you saw blacks have the opportunity to kind of do like a horror film where they weren't just <laughs> dying or getting like... They weren't just getting slaughtered. Slaughtered, you know, in the in the bathroom star or something like that. Right. And so generally, like, like when you see a black person in a horror movie, it's oh, yeah, like they're done. they dead. You know they dead. Absolutely. And so I think that the thing that really was like set the stage for me is at the end. We even had Hakeem, dude from uh, Moesha. Oh yeah, he was in that. He was I in, forgot he was he, in that. He was in that movie. Hakeem was in that. And he's Part of the story, but like how all the stories really link up to these three guys, and they kind of because isn't it broken up into like three stories? It's broke up into about three or four stories, and then the last story is about this guy getting killed, but he got killed by these three guys, and the three guys from the more who's trying to settle the score with the mortician 
are the guys that killed this dude. Mm-hmm. They think they're there to to get these drugs and come to find out the mortician set him up. Set him up. He he's the devil. They're already dead. They've already been slain, and they're in hell, man. When I was a little kid, seeing that freaked you out. Freaked me out, man. Because you wasn't you wasn't expecting that. No. Bomb. And I was like, it was it was a heavy bomb, and I was like, whoa. Like, That's very like. Hitchcock right there. That's it a Hitchcock is. twist right there. It was there. a great... Man, sorry. That movie, it, it doesn't get talked about enough. Right. That's I my, think it's an underrated. It's it, an it, underrated it horror movie. It really is, man. I enjoyed it. So, that's one of my honorable mentions. You know, but there's so many other ones. You know, um, I also really like People Under the Stairs, man. Yeah, People Under the Stairs freaked me out. Not gonna lie. Why did, why did People Under the Stairs freak you out? It freaked me out because they would play it. They would play it like on BET all the time. They would, and it would be like a Sunday afternoon, <laughs> and, it, and it, it would be like I'd just be watching. I'm like, this is really freaky because you'd be back in the day, like we were all kids playing outside. We weren't breaking in the houses like dude. The kid was fool. Yeah, the main character's name is fool. Yeah. We weren't breaking in the houses, but we were playing outside and maybe playing in someone's grass and. You don't know. You could have crazy neighbors, like yeah. in people under the stairs. Who are our brother and sister that, or a have, couple, who are a couple and have and these, had children, yeah, and kept them under the stairs, under the stairs, and fenced in the house, man. Like when you saw those those kids finally get out, man. Did you see how their faces look? Yeah. See how they they were eating flesh, like seriously, they because they had nothing. It wasn't even getting no real. They meals. were just keeping them. And they had to, they were living within the walls of the house. That's how they walked around. Yeah. It was crazy. It it freaked me out. And it was some guy, and they, they had some other kids that was down in the cellar that they had locked up. I had, yeah, I do remember had that. They had locked them locked up. up. Yeah. And then the one got out from the cellar. And the he girl. Was, he was into the walls. Oh, yeah. The dude. The new Roach. Roach, yeah. yeah he Roach was loose, was, and they could never find him. But he couldn't talk because they cut his tongue out. Cut his out. tongue out. Yeah, that kind of, that did freak me out, man. Especially when, like, when he doesn't he open his mouth and you see like yeah, where they stitched up his tongue because yeah. they cut him. It freaked that movie freaked me out because it was like that could happen. But you know what I did like you don't know where, where you playing and you just might wind up where you're not supposed to, and then you in someone's walls or you locked up. That's true, but you it know freaked what? me out. But the little black kid does come out on top. He does win. He's the hero. He is the hero. You know what I'm saying? The little kid from Mighty Ducks, <laughs> Jesse. Was, it was Jesse. Ducks. That was Jesse. Like Jesse, Jesse wins. Yeah, he comes out on top, and you know he actually gets out of the house and goes back. To he the goes house. back to save him. I don't think I did that. No, nope. like once I got out, once it was I a wrap. Got out, you, you're on your own. <laughs> like the movie's over. Like I survived. Had, he had the opportunity to take Alice with him, and he's like, no, no. She was like, I can't. No, I'd have pushed her. <laughs> I pushed her right off the yeah, roof. Yeah, she didn't want to leave her siblings in there. No. no. Like, we got to save him. Like, no, we got to get out of here. Well, get out and call the police. We Nobody, out. Call the cops. So, social services do something. But you know, they did call the cops. And remember? Oh, the cops showed up, the didn't they? The cops showed up and, and they, they played it off. the whole house. Yeah, they played it off like ain't nothing going on. Yeah. It wasn't a Make a great America Great hat, but he had on one of those something hats like with like, it was something like that. It was something along those lines. And he was smoking a pipe, and he was yeah, like everything was just so like they grand. were like the all American family. And in reality, they was hiding kids up under the stairs, man. Yeah, they had the house like they was leave it to Beaver, but 
Under, they were keeping their kids underneath the stairs. But you know what? That's an underrated film, too, because think about it. The last two films you just brought up, Wes Craven did that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven got some stories, man. Another honorable mention I got is Saw, which was a complete game changer. Saw was a game changer because he's, I guess you can technically say he's a serial killer, but he's never actually killed anyone. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do anything. Like, I mean, he set up the traps. He set but, up the traps, but it's but basically up to you. But he allows you to make you. your own choice. You make your own choice, and it's, he wants you to succeed. Like, he wants you to win. Because he's trying to change the way we think, the way people think, and the way we view things, and the way we neglect certain things, and we, we take stuff for granted. And he's trying to change that way of thinking. Did you, um, you know, James Wan, he does that, right? Yep, that was James Wan. James Wan does 2004. that. 2004. And I'll never forget, I, did, I didn't see the first one in the theaters. I saw them all in the theater. Did you really? Except for the last one. And... I think the only thing that, that caught my attention was the fact that, was it, Danny Glover was in the first one. Yep. And I'm like, he's like he's the cop. He's the cop. You know, they got That his, goes completely insane. And got his neck cut open. And, yep. You know, he's off the force and he's just like. He got, like as soon as his partner dies in it, like he, he goes. He loses his mind. He goes nuts. He just becomes obsessed. And he thinks that doctor did it. So he's just. I'll do nothing else besides this one case till I can catch this doctor. But you know what, man? I think that in that film, the one thing that just got me was at the end when all the pieces come together. Yeah. And this dude gets up off the floor. Yeah, he was in the room the whole time. He was time. in the room the whole time. Like, how you gonna be still? Film. Like, how you gonna be still that long? But he shot him. He shot himself up with something to keep him, like, paralyzed or whatever it was. And he woke up. And he wakes up, yanks off the fake blood that's off his head. Yeah, because you think, like, it's someone who just blew their brains out. Yeah, and, and he, he was like, "Yeah, the keys on the tub," and then just bounces. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Game over," and shuts the door. I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And the one dude had to take the saw and like, yeah, cut his foot off. Carry out, yeah, he shuts his. He, he cut his, his foot off because he was like, "I gotta, I gotta save my family." I don't know what he thought he was gonna do, but he's like, "I'll be back for you. I'll, I'll be back." I'm like, man. And then you find out like he didn't even make it out the hallway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> He didn't make it out the hallway. Even but. the second one was good. Yeah, the second one was good. With, with uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, and all he had to do was... Just listen just, to him. Just, just listen. talk to him. That's all, That's he, all had he had to, to do. do. The whole, his son was right there I in know. the safe. He was teaching him patience. Because yeah. you think all these people are in the house in the second one, and you think it's about, oh, it's his son, because he was like kind of like a rebel. He put him in a safe with an action. Yeah. And you think it's about all these other people, but really, it was about, about Donnie Wall. It was about him the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And then you watching as everything unfolds in the house. And at the end of the movie, he was like, this is a tape. Like, this is all old yeah. footage. <laughs> this ain't even what's happening. And then the house is the house from the first movie. Like, yeah. it was just a great, it was just great storytelling, I think. Well, I like the first three. Yeah. I like the, the first three. I like though. the first two. And then it just, like, after, like, the third one, it was just, like, how do you dismember a body? Yeah. The story went out the window. It was, like, what next? How how many I can, like, I think one of the saws, oh, where the walls were closing on the one guy? Yeah. 
and I saw his bones just like pop out of his body, and I was just freaked out in the movie theater. Like, or they were like twisting the one dude. Oh, the they're like twisting the different the parts. Afro, yeah, they were like twisting different twisting parts of his body. Parts, parts of his body. I'm like, whoa, this is just nuts. This is insane. Like, I don't get how it just it just devolved yeah. into because they got torture away, porn because they got away from the story, you know, and the story was actually really. Really good. It caused you to. That's think. what gave you. That's it was what a great gave the psychological thriller. Yeah, what? That's what gave like the the murders and the killings. Like, wait, was the story behind it? And then they kind of took that away and was like, here's just different traps, and yeah. see what happens. But you know what? It didn't stop people from showing up. I was one of them. Like I, like me and my boy Jared, like we be up there like every Halloween because <laughs> they come out around Halloween time. They did. Did we go see the last one? I think we did. Was it Saw 3D? Yeah. And we were just watching like bones and blood just pop off into the screen. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Is that the one with the roller coaster? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just got ridiculous. But they were good. The The first couple of joints were some good movies, man. Yeah. We're going to get into our top three now. Top three. Hit me with your top three. My top three films. Uh, number three. Child's Play, number two, Nightmare on Elm Street, and number one, Hellraiser. 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 That's your number one, huh? Yo, listen. That film terrified me. You know, and that's that's one of Clive Barker's, like, he had his book called, uh, I think it's called The Hellbent Heart. Mm-hmm. And it's about this guy, like, it's about the seven deadly sins. It's about a guy who has died and now he's find a, found a way to get himself out of hell. It's about this puzzle box. And this puzzle box, if you open it, it like tortures you. It's about these guys called the Cenobites that do different things and they just torture you for all eternity. You know, and this one the one guy finds a means through blood a blood spilling on the floor from which he did all this crazy stuff finds his way to get out of the hell that he was in and man there's just hell to pay like it's just hell to pay it really is and pinhead pinhead is not one of those dudes who's looking to like make a deal once you touch that puzzle box it's yo, a wrap it's a wrap okay you can be drawn and quartered you can be split in half and I'm not just talking about split in half once. Try being split in half over and over and over and over. It was and just that thought terrified you. And in the flesh that like from the bodies, they went on a box and it was just spinning everywhere, man. Seriously. So like, they were like trophies to them? Yeah. And then like watching the chains come and rip the flesh out of you. And like when I saw the dude's face when they when they get him back and the one, the phrase that comes out of his mouth, it terrified me. This dude is quoting Bible. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like Jesus wept, and he's licking the blood off of his face while he's being pulled apart. That's crazy. And I'm like, oh, no, no. Hellraiser was nuts. Great storytelling, too, though. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but <laughs> terrified you. Terrified me. Absolutely terrified me. <laughs> Seriously. I didn't want to find a puzzle box. It wasn't too long ago we had... um. Nintendo GameCube. Right. And somebody took one of the Nintendo GameCubes 
and put a skin on it that looked just like the puzzle, the puzzle box. box from Hellraiser. So you wasn't messing with it? Nope. Freaked me out. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, I'm good. I was like, nope, no way. <laughs> I'm, not, no I'm not playing way. the game no more. No. No. Because I'm getting a PlayStation. Forget that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already had one. But, uh, Give me a PS1. When you're talking about hell, like eternity, being pulled apart, being beat up, being mashed on, like, and your own sins that, like, find you out with these people. And these people looked at it like it was the glorious thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? To be tortured was glory to them. Nah. Hellraiser. So you still do you still watch it to this day, or you can't watch it? I have not watched Hellraiser in quite some time. Is I was, that why? I'll say this: the first two movies were good. The third movie was okay. Um, then after that, like most horror films, they just fell apart. You know, um, sad but true. I think his name is Doug Edwards or whatever his name was. The one who did Pinhead. He was in the first three or four. And then they had somebody else, and now they're just doing straight-to-TV DVDs. And when yeah. you look at it, the quality is crap. There's no real storyline. It's just about, like you said, what's Saw. It's just torture for them. Yeah. It's like find a means to kill somebody the most gruesome way and put it on a table, put it on a DVD long enough to get Hopefully somebody, somebody to buy watch it. it. Yeah, and that's what, that's what it's really come down to. But they had some great stories. I'll do my, my three. You probably saw me. Writing because I like switched it up just as I was thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I did see that. I, I switched up my three. My number three is The Exorcist. No, I can't. No. You can't do Exorcist? Mm-mm. Why not? No. Look, I just have my own personal beliefs about stuff. You know what I'm saying? That ain't, no. You're not messing with any exorcism no. films. No, it's 2018. I know. But if you don't talk about being possessed, I know. You're not down with it. That ain't the movie for me. You ain't going to see me watching it. Nope. Have fun with it. What about the the spoof, Repossession, Leslie Nielsen joint? You know, I did see that. The other day. <laughs> you wasn't messing with that either? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and you know what? The fact that Linda Blair. Yeah, she came back for it. Came it was, back it was and funny. did that one? Yeah. I used to watch it all the time, man. Swear to God. When but she wasn't watching the original. No. Mm-mm. I love the original, dude. Okay. Uh-uh. I still watch the original. Nope, nope. That's my three. Number two is what I made the change with, which is Psycho. Now that's, Alfred Hitchcock classic. That's what starts it all. That that was like, that was my intro into Hitchcock movies. Norman Bates. Yeah. My my mom was like, you got to see this movie Psycho. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like asking the questions. I'm like, who's like who's his mother? Like his mother's wallet. Like his mother. <laughs> His mother is crazy. Like, why does he just stop his mother? I'm asking her questions about the mother, and then I find out he's his mother's dead. I was like, yo. <laughs> when they talked to the sheriff, it was like his mother's been dead, and his wife helped pick out the dress. The dress, yeah. I'm like, then who's killing all these people? <laughs> Completely blindsided. Yeah. Had no idea. He See, walked around having conversations with himself. See, we don't even have good stories like that no more. Nope. Or even good people to tell stories like that. Hitchcock was, man, he's before his time. Man. He was way before his time. All of his movies do that. Like, after that, it was, like, The Furs and then Rope and Vertigo. Like, I just became a fan, and I just watched a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And my number one is, is Halloween. I don't want to sound cliche because it's Halloween time, but <laughs> Halloween is my favorite. Like, you had 
Like, Freddie was your dude. Michael Myers was my dude. Freddie Krueger was my man. Freddie was your man. But I like Michael Myers. Like, he... What about Michael Myers was, like, just just set it over the top? Because, like... Because it was just... That movie is, is so simple. Like, you don't... Like, why is he doing this? Don't need a reason why. He's just someone who's insane, who's killing people. Jason and he's driven. Wait a minute, Jason didn't have a reason to kill people. Well, wasn't it like mother issues? Didn't wasn't it like oh, like mommy wanted me to, or he was like avenging his mother or something like they, that. They did chop his mom's head off. You're yeah, right. you're right. So you're it was right. like all oh, mommy issues with Jason. But we don't know that for sure. And then, well, that's just my thing. And then, like, and then Freddie, you get his whole backstory. Like, he was messing with little kids, and they burned him up. So he's haunting the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he, why'd he kill his family? We don't know. Why is he going after all these kids in this small town, Illinois? We don't know, but it's a great story. We're rooting for Lori Strode the whole time. We don't want her to die. She abides by one of the rules that was set in screen where she doesn't have sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> if she did, she'd have been done. Yep. Huh? Because <laughs> she had friends in the movie was getting it in, and they yeah. got knifed up. Like she had one of her friends like just got finished having sex and her and her boyfriend died. And then that guy who uh had the, the ghost sheet on his head with the yep. glasses. And then she she thought it was him. And he's like she all flashed him, like, you see anything you like? Knife. <laughs> <laughs> Knifed her up. When you think about it, it's simple storytelling, but it's really good storytelling. John Carpenter did a really great job with this film. The way he was able to use the, the breathing and the mask and the music. He took a play out of Hitchcock's book and used the music to heighten up the tension. The way he used all these methods. He did a really great job with this film. Did you like the new ones? I saw the Rob Zombie ones. I, I, I like the first one. I like the first one too. Better than the second one? We saw the second one together, we, didn't we? I was it, baffled. Like we was sitting really in the movie theater. I saw a white horse. Yeah, I was like, "What is going said, on right now?" I said, "How did we turn into this?" Because I actually really enjoyed like Rob Zombie's take. Because I went in like completely skeptical. I was like, "This ain't. This is gonna be trash. It's not gonna touch." In the first, the seventy-eight. You had, the, and I enjoyed it. You had the young kid, and he was talking, and you know what I'm saying. Like, and then all of a sudden, there was a time period. Like where he like, actually had a soul. Like they showed him. Being a child. Being a child, yeah. And him going through different things. And then finally him just like... Snapping. Snapping. And no, he no longer talks anymore. And he's doing these Like he's not a things. kid anymore. Yeah. Like they show his interactions with Loomis as a child. And they, he's talking, but... Part two, I don't know what happened. I mean... that's That just seemed like it was like the, the Rob Zombie was on an acid trip or something. Like it was all drug and fuel like story. Wanted to do like... Devil's Rejects or Part Two or something. I don't know what. Thousand Corpses, like one yeah. of them joints. Because they like, just made no sense. There was somebody with a dress on, with a, with a white dirty dress. Uh, you remember more than me, honestly. I blocked that movie out. And I was just like, "How? What, how did we get here? Like, what is this? I I cannot believe this. I was lit. You know what? Did we see it downtown? Yeah, we saw it downtown. Dipson. I, I and I was just. What is going on? Like, what happened to this franchise? You know, like, he had the opportunity to do a pretty good job. Because the first one, I actually really liked. Yeah, the first one I enjoyed. Like, it's not touching the original. It doesn't touch they the don't, They don't really touch the original. Halloween, yeah. Halloween. Like, I had The Thing, which is a movie that I really like. I really like The Thing. 
the John Carpen Carpenter classic. Dang, I ain't even read The Fly. The Fly was a good one, too. Wow. But then I was thinking about Hitchcock. I was like, you know what? I really like Psycho. You know what, I man? love that movie. I like the way you just did that. What? Because, like, you really just, like, look at the, 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 the staples of horror. You know, look how you just did that. I didn't even think about how I, how did I do it. All right, well, okay, you brought up Hitchcock, Hitchcock, right? Yeah. He's like the pioneer of the guy that starts it all, right? Yeah. And you even went from that to Wes Craven. You see what I'm saying? And then now you just went from Wes Craven, another pioneer, to some to somebody else. You know, we're talking about, you know, the Saw series. Yeah. Oh, James Wan? Yeah. Wow. It's a bunch of... Each one of them were game changers in the horror genre. They were staples. They were. They were. I want to get back to your list, though. Why, what, what is it about Freddy? Why is Freddy your... Why is he your guy? Look, um, if you can scare me in real life, then you got me sold. Right. That's just the way I see it. And I remember being in Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street was scary. I wasn't allowed to watch Nightmare on Elm Street until I was like 11 or 12 years old. Yeah, that freaked me out. You know, and so... There's this dude who's he's burnt. We we know we all know the story, but at the end of the day, this guy has he gets you in your dreams. He can kill you in your dreams. In your dreams, where you're completely defenseless. And then here's the thing: most you have of, no control at that point. Most of the time, in my house, my parents would watch it, and they would they would watch it at nighttime and tell me what go to bed. And I had already seen Freddy Krueger on the screen. <laughs> so you can go to bed. How am I go to bed? You about to have nightmares. I was shook. You about to have some serious nightmares. Listen, I had some crazy nightmares, man. Seriously. About this guy. About Freddy Krueger. Yep. Because Freddy, Freddy Krueger didn't just like haunt you in your dream himself. He would turn into things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He would turn into trick. And it, it didn't help. My mother had comics. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, he did. He's some, a wild dude. He did some even greater things. Like you would walk by a street. He would be part of the tree. There's so much about Freddy Krueger that, like, that we see in film. There's so much more to him, like in comics and in books, right? And he can be who he like. Whatever your fear is, that that's 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 who he is. And so it's like, there's no limit. Yeah, he him. preyed on your fears. He did, and man, you were defenseless. Yeah, pretty much. I was scared, man. And then, of course, I saw him, you know, just take Johnny Depp out. You know, Johnny Depp got that work. He he reached his hand through the bed and just yep. sucked him into, and all you saw was just blood, just a pool of blood on the ceiling everywhere. With me, I w I happened to be laying down watching the movie. When so he was laying happened. in bed when it was <laughs> when it happened. Freaking out, man! You slept on the couch that night. I was. I thought his hand was gonna come through the couch. <laughs> I was so. You not safe. No, I didn't think I was. I'm like, man, I don't want to go to sleep and see this. You would watch that during the day. I did watch it during the day, and I still was terrified. <laughs> because no, no naps for you. Yeah, I didn't want to take a nap, but I fell asleep. And when I fell asleep, I thought I wasn't gonna wake up. So as you got older, you appreciated the fact that it scared it scared you that much. That's why you loved the movie. Oh yeah, man, Freddy Krueger did it for me. You know, I, I I wish the time that we live in now that we had another film, you know, more stories. Or I got some somebody who could do, like, a new take on all these other characters. You yeah. Know, especially, like, that. Well, they still have horror. It's just 
it's rare when you find a good one. Yeah. I've heard great things about A Quiet Place, but I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. A Quiet Place is a good film. It's a really good film. You better go see it. I wanted to see Watch the, it. I wanted to see The Nun, but I heard The Nun was trash. No, I don't want to see The Nun. I just have no interest in seeing it whatsoever. But that seems like it's along the lines of the exes with you. Like, you, you don't want to mess with that. Nah. Is it really? Is it like Exorcist? I, it's something with like a... Possession? I think so. Nah. Well, no. I have my reasons. No, I'm good. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm straight. I'm alright. You good? Yeah, I'm good. I think both of us are good. I think we're, we gotta wrap this one up. Our spooktastic episode of Pop Stew. I hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you all don't have stomach aches from eating all that candy. Or, or you know, have nightmares, you know. Or going, having nightmares. Going Freddy back in time, just and Jason. about Freddy Krueger. But see, I didn't worry about Jason. I didn't go camping. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to worry yeah, about Yeah, we were safe. You know we're not going camping. We was in the hood. We didn't have to worry about that. You know, and he only went to New York because some kid, he was following after some kid. So I didn't have to worry about Jason. Well, this has been fun. Reliving all these great horror movies. What scared us? So this is going to wrap it up. As always, I'm your host, AK. And with me, as always, your main man, Stuber. And this has been Pop Stew. Happy Halloween!